Welcome to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm your host, Dean Zarbaugh. Today's show is sponsored by House of Helga. Are you a brewery looking for some vibrant, stunning artwork to slap on that freshly bottled or canned beer? Or maybe you're starting a brewery and need help coming up with a logo. If so, contact House of Helga for all your design needs. They've worked with Masthead, Streetside, and yours truly here at the Taproom Exclusive. You can check out Kyla's entire portfolio of incredible work at houseohelga.com. On today's show, I chat with Fathead's Brewery's Danny Young about their new Strange Magic IPA. But first, a taste of what's going on in the craft beer world with this week's Tasting Glass, brought to you by Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News. According to Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News, on Saturday, November 23rd, the city of Akron will offer free trolley rides throughout the city starting at 4 p.m. and concluding at 8 p.m. The loop will connect Lock 15 Brewing Company, Akronim Brewing, Missing Falls Brewery, and Arche, which are currently in the same building in Canal Place, Thirsty Dog Brewing Company, and 83 Brewing. What better way to responsibly hit multiple breweries in the same day? For more information on this, check out Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News on Facebook. This year, Black Frog Brewery in Holland, Ohio, is sponsoring a family for Thanksgiving and Christmas. The father of the family they are sponsoring lost his leg in a workplace accident. For Thanksgiving, please consider donating gift cards from Meyer, Kroger, Walmart, Cracker Barrel, Bob Evans, and Boston Market so that the family can enjoy a good Thanksgiving dinner. The children love ravioli and Kraft mac and cheese. Laundry detergent along with high-protein dog food donations for the family's three dogs would also be helpful. Black Frog will have a Christmas tree set up at the brewery, and you are invited to stop by the brewery to pick a name and item to purchase for the children for Christmas. Those items are also listed on the December flyer on Black Frog Brewery's Facebook page. Please help Black Frog Brewery help a family in need this holiday season. Rick Arman of the Akron Beacon Journal and Ohio.com is reporting that Canton's Royal Docks Brewing Company has opened a new tap room at the Akron Canton Airport. According to Rick, the airport tap room will offer six Royal Docks beers on draft and a variety of cans, and the menu will feature dishes from the original tap room and kitchen menu, including flatbreads and shareable bites such as Bavarian pretzels. For more information on this new venture, check out Rick's article on Ohio.com. In case you missed it, five Ohio breweries took home medals at the Festival of Wood and Barrel-Aged Beers in Chicago this weekend. Great Lakes Brewing Company took home a bronze medal in the Strong Pale Beer category for their barrel-aged Belgian Triple Dog Dare, and was joined by breweries Wolf's Ridge Brewing winning a gold in Strong Porter Stout and Derive Brewing Company winning a silver in Classic Beer Styles. Branch and Bone Artisan Ales won bronze in the Wild Beer Brett category, and Mad Tree Brewing won silver in Specialty Experimental category. The full list of winners is on the Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News Facebook page. Pass by Muscalunge Brewing Company in downtown Canton for their grand opening of the Home Brewing Supply Store on November 15th. Come and check it out and enjoy their happy hour from 6 p.m. till 9 p.m., $1 off each glass of craft beer. Check out the website www.muskybrewco.com store to check out the available inventory. For more information, visit Muscalunge Brewing Company on Facebook. And that's all for this week's Tasting Glass. My interview with downtown Danny Young from Fathead's Brewery in Middleburg Heights, Ohio is up next. Welcome back to the Taproom Exclusive. I am here at Fathead's Brewery with Danny Young, and we are talking now about Strange Magic. This is a new beer for you guys. When did this beer first come out? Brand new. So it came out, um, let's see, and um, we did a soft release of it right around Christmas time, or shortly thereafter, excuse me, after the first of the year, and then uh, it came to market a couple months after that. But yeah, brand new, 
uh, from the ground up recipe from us, brand new IPA. It has been unbelievably popular. It is. It's been, it's a great price point at nine ninety nine, and I I've just, I can't keep it in stock. Yeah. right now, especially in the beginning, right? We had that problem a little like bit I, there. <laughs> I literally have like a display right now of it, and like I have a whole like this big long shelf of it. Mm-hmm. And it's packed out with like maybe six or so cases. Right. And every week, I've got to at least order four. Exactly, just to maintain just, it. Just to get, like uh, at least eight, actually, because I get it two times a week. But, okay, right. Like I get, it's like it's all every order. I yeah. always have to fill it. That's amazing. It's to remarkable, see. isn't it? Yeah. Because especially because obviously we were talking in the last episode a little bit about you guys are known German styles and hoppy beers. Very much so. And so for everyone who knows Headhunter, and to see how popular that beer is, and to also see how well strange magic is doing it's incredible must be nice yeah no it, it's it you know you see sometimes you see two different styles and you know right one can drastically do different than the other but it, it seems to me like everything's everything's doing really well it is yeah that's a testament definitely uh to the way we approach our hoppy beers um i think it is it is absolutely spectacular that the beer is doing as well as it does um especially not only competing with headhunter competing against headhunter uh which is obviously our four running ipa um that's impressive itself but also like we talked about in the last episode uh the saturation of the market mm-hmm. and and i prefer an ipa to come and break out and break through that saturation and uh have and find the success that it has is a. Uh, it's uh, it's tremendous, um, and it's really awesome to see because there was a lot of planning and strategizing on the sales team uh, as to how do we make this brand work and how do we make it successful. Um, it starts, obviously, in the brewery. Uh, those guys just did an absolute crack-up job with this beer. I've been drinking the hell out of <laughs> Strange Magic. Um, it's and Like you said, people are buying it, so it's fresh everywhere. Uh, if, if it's on draft, it's fresh or in a package. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's definitely, it, it, it's got its boots on the ground and it's running. So I think the big thing that helps it is how different it is profile-wise yeah. from, from Headhunter, where, like we were talking last week about the, the aggressive nature, the West Coast style nature of, of Headhunter, Strange Magic kind of takes things a little bit different. It still has a nice little bitterness on the end, yep. Um, but it's less ABV. Talk a little bit about it the, is, yeah. the profile so, and like ABV. I, IBs like I said uh, in the last episode, Headhunter, its slogan is uh, uncivilized and aggressive. This one's a little more civilized, as you might. Uh, <laughs> a little more will. refined. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, like you said, it's lower on both frontiers, ABV and IBU. It's uh, compared to Headhunter 7587, it's uh, 6.5% and 65 IBU. So then and there, the beer is obviously a little, uh, obviously a little bit more um, maybe approachable to those who um, don't typically drink hops on a normal base, mm-hmm. basis, hoppy beers, or uh, someone even, you know, we're exposing t- fat heads to for the first time. This is something that's not going to deter them from wanting right. to try anything else. So uh, that was kind of the premise behind it. Uh, we definitely wanted to have an IPA that was approachable um, uh, with still maintaining and adhering to that, you know, that hop profile right. that we have. So. Despite it, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, despite it being six and a half percent, 65 IPUs still packs a good wallet. Still got a nice punch on it. Uh, and that's because of the hops that we use on it. So we have Simcoe, Warrior, Mosaic in there. Oh, nice. Um, and we have three different kinds of hops in there. So we have Holy, Peltize, and Cryo Hops. So, oh, nice. Uh, the fact that you touched on it before, but the fact that we put the amount of these raw ingredients into them, amazing ingredients uh, that we get, and we were able to pack all that into this beer and keep it at 65 IBUs, 6.5%. 
$9.99 price point and still have it feel, smell, taste mm-hmm. um, like a, I've had. I just introduced it um, in Indiana at a beer fest over this past week, this past weekend, and uh, people couldn't believe that it was only a single IPA, and that's six and a half percent at that. So um, it's very juicy and resinous and. Most of all, I think refreshing. It makes you, after you take a sip, you wait a couple seconds, you go, damn, I want some more yeah. of that. So, And it's clear. It is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I love hazy beers. Yeah, Don't get me no, wrong, but it's, it's nice to see the introduction of another non-hazy yeah. into the market. Uh, but and you're going back to like that, that comparison uh, between Headhunter and, and Strange Magic, It to, to an outsider of fatheads that only knows Headhunter, there might be that connotation of, of okay, they just do like super hoppy, blow out your palate beers, right. and that's not the case no, whatsoever not with you guys. You guys can make the cleanest beer possible 100%. in a lager or a pilsner. You can make a hazy. You go the whole gamut, mm-hmm. uh, and I think Strange Magic is a perfect testament to. I think so to too. It's a very, it's a very, it's a, it's a very finessed beer. It took a lot of time. Um, I know Matt and the guys here. Um, they worked on it forever. Just uh, Matt had an idea. He had a recipe in mind that he wanted to, uh, you know, try to bring to the table to to achieve a certain beer and a certain quality and a certain presence that he wanted this beer to have. And uh, it took him a long time to do it. Uh, over the f- course of the year that we were in here on our pilot brew system, as soon as that was done, Matt was in there tinkering away with uh, Mike Reynolds as well, another one of our brewers, and then consulting everybody. You know, the guys that work on the brew deck, everybody. Uh, uh, he talked to me, talked to me, and he talked to my colleague Jay about it. Um, what do you guys think this beer could be, or what do you think it could do? And uh, he asked our whole sales team when we were here last October, and I think I think they did an amazing job of achieving that, of getting exactly what he set out to do, and not not waiting and pushing out the first recipe that yeah. came out and tasted good. He wanted to refine it, and uh, he wanted to make it something special and something approachable. And it's definitely a beer drinker's beer. Yeah, and I think there's there's the kind of that push right now to just kind of. Th- get something out to the market yeah put it out and on to the next one yeah yeah and i and it's nice to see places take the time and make sure the quality control is there the flavor profile is where they want it to be because it's at the end of the day your name's on it 100 percent. and and imagine if somebody that's the first fatheads beer somebody has ever and they and it's bad yeah then they're never gonna yeah they're never gonna want to revisit it again I, I applaud you guys for that. And it's like, I just saw a post on Facebook, like Columbus Brewing Company, their fresh hop IPA, they had to dump the whole batch yeah. because it it just didn't pass the, the flavor test. Yep. And I'm am I disappointed because I like that beer? Of yeah, course. But uh, it, at the same time, I'd rather not have a inferior it's product a out on the, the market. Yeah. And so there's, there's a lot that goes into it. There's... There's a lot of you know pros and cons to it, but it, I, at the end of the day, you gotta wait. You gotta make sure you do it properly because if if it doesn't hit, then you're you're in trouble. Yeah. And I think Strange Magic has definitely definitely hit. I think so too. Um, and like I said, I I like to have that one in uh <clears throat> in my fridge a lot. It seems to be a lot of people do right yeah, now. It's definitely it's, like it, I said. I mean, you said too that price point ninety nine nine ninety nine. You can't beat it. Yeah, it's it's it. the it's perfect. Uh, and, and it differentiates everything, you know, from, from, from headhunter, uh, again, like somebody coming in, you guys do a lot of a nice food menu. Uh, what are you saying? Uh, you know, you got the spicy stuff, some heartier stuff from last week yep. with headhunter. 
What are you going to do with uh, Strange Magic? So Strange Magic, I think, can stand up to those similar things that we talked about before, uh, the wings and our barbecue. Um, our hoppy beers are going to pair well with those regardless. It's, right. just, it's just the way that it is. Yeah. It's uh, tales all this time. Yeah, absolutely. So with this one, though, um, definitely because it is so much, it is super refreshing. Definitely refreshing, and uh, it's quenching. Um, you, can go, you can go lighter stuff, too, as well. You can. This is one that um, I'd say, like, our pizza menu here. Um, definitely would pair well with uh, our Strange Magic or even some of our burgers. Um, I know we have one here. It's called Kind of Blue. It's a blue cheese burger with some caramelized onions. It's delicious. Oof. And arugula. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I'll have a Strange Magic with that any day of the week. Nice. I, you know, uh, I, I really like the packaging on this this beer, too. Yeah, bright purple. That bright purple. I, I'm a huge fan of purple. It's one yeah. of my favorite colors. <laughs> uh, and so... It, it, the can by itself, we have it in our single section as mm-hmm. well. Like it pops, it does. It really pops because you don't see people use purple. No, and I don't uh-uh. get it. Yeah, it like it's out. such a nice, it's a royal color. It's got it that, is, it's got yeah. that pop, and, it, and then it's got the fat head, you know, on it, like right. doing the chemistry and all mm-hmm. that. It's a really cool label. Yeah, like, definitely. I love even I love the can the itself. You said you guys got it singled out in the mix six. It's got like holographics on it. Yeah. It's got those green those green shards or whatever that pop yeah. on his goggles and in some of the hops behind him. It looks um, different, man. It does. It's a sexy, sexy can. I like that package a lot. Was was the idea in the beginning always to put it in a can? Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. I know that um, when we were coming over here, um, canning line was going to be one of our next frontiers, and it is now, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, we have a bunch of beers that are in cans. and uh, Yeah, from the start, this one was... This one was going to be um, in a cans. As you said, some of the trends um, of the consumers have been kind of gravitating towards mm. cans in certain ways. And uh, the most IPA of all the IPAs in the state, the most are sold at a $9.99 price point. And those are the those leaders are also in cans as well. So okay. we definitely wanted to throw our hat in that ring and bring our own spin on, you know, that $9.99 format in a six pack can. Um, and with that, we went for, uh, you know, the, the, the box six packs as opposed to the pop tops, which I think was a great idea because yeah. it's, it's more visually stimulating. You get that nice billboard effect. And like you said, you can see that nice bright purple. It, and it look. I think those, I think the box format, I think, I don't know. It's just, this is just my personal yeah. opinion and to each their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it just, I think it pops a little bit more on a shelf. Yeah, definitely. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, a, it's a more blanketed area. I yeah. think it covers up, it covers up uh, shelf space cleanly. I think it gives you more space for the artwork. At that point, yeah, 100%. Kinda, at that point, you're able to kind of differentiate yourself. You're also, the box are nice because when you have that six pack in your fridge, they're way easier to get out. I know yeah. sometimes with the pop top, you're essentially shaking your beer up right. to pop it out of the ring. Absolutely. So. And there's times where I've forgotten that I've done that and I go to pop the t- and I actually right like away, open yeah. it and I get just foam Foamed in my face. Out. And yeah, I'm like, right. oh, So now I think that with the box, it's it's just like having a you know a 12 pack of beer. You open yeah. up the, the one side and tuck it in the fridge and just pull out as needed. Yeah, it fits in the fridge really nicely. They do. Hint, Super hint. nice, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, anything else this week that you wanted to get out about uh, Strange Magic that I might have missed? Uh, uh, no, again, I think that it's just uh, those who know us and know our hoppy profiles and haven't had it yet, they'll know that's a good indication as to what kind of beer it's going to be. And those who haven't had it before or maybe haven't even dabbled in fatheads yet, um, especially in our can format, I think this is your beer. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And tune in next week for another all-new episode here at the Taproom Exclusive.